Blog Talk Radio. for fuel arrester coming to you live <clears throat> so we're gonna have a good show for you um before i get good and started i want everybody to pray for isaiah day he's still sick uh just informed his wife told me he's still sick see i'll pray for isaiah that he gets feeling better he won't be able to make it to the show uh hope and pray you get feeling better isaiah and we're gonna have a great show tonight we got 17-year-old <clears throat> Ethan Pickering, the driver of the number 11 pier stop, coming on the show. And then we have my buddy Chase Montgomery from Lexington, Tennessee. Chase is going to call on the show and talk about his local racetracks in Tennessee. And I finally got to meet my buddy Chase, man. I finally got to meet him at Magnolia Motor Speedway a few months ago when I went up there with Miss Teresa. And, uh, and her husband, I got to meet Chase at the, uh, the thing was the night of the sprint cars. The uh, World of Outlaw sprint cars came to town at Magnolia, home of the Black Ice. So that was cool. I got to meet Chase, and he's really cool, man. He goes to all the races he can. He watches them on TV. He's got subscriptions to a lot of the networks. Uh, he's big in the racing in Tennessee. And maybe one day, if, if he wants a car, and get him a car. It'd be cool. Um, I think highly of Chase, so. We had to get get him on and get Ethan Pickering on the show. So <clears throat> we got a cool show for you. And so tonight's gonna be awesome. And I want to talk about the race safer fuel arrester. I have a new flyer updated. Oh, we have new pictures. Well, I say new pictures there from 2021. Uh, pictures that I took at Deep South Speedway. So I don't remember the driver's name, but uh, my friend Dustin Cox can tell you, he's on the Stapleton Volunteer Fire Department. He was there that night, and he remembers the story real well when I brought it up to him the other day on my Facebook post. But <clears throat> there was a driver in the Stinger class <clears throat> was 
coming off the racetrack, his car in the front caught on fire. And Dustin and the fire department, they had a time with that fire. They got the fire out, but then it blazed right back up because it was race fuel. And I remember this like it was yesterday, and I, I, I just happened to see the pictures in my memories the other day. And I shared them on Facebook, and I was like, man, I forgot about this. So I took the pictures of the blaze because I was in turns two taking pictures that night. And I took pictures of the blaze and the car on fire, and it was pretty scary. So what happened was, I don't remember the driver's name, but the uh, fuel pump exploded. And when it exploded, the fuel ignited and fire went everywhere. And one of the things I get from people, I say, well, uh, all you make is just a fuel arrestor for fuel cell. That ain't going to do, do no good for the front of the car. I said, well, no, that ain't true. We make we make a fuel arrestor for your fuel pump. We make fuel sleeve that goes around your fuel, uh, your fuel hose. that goes all the way to the front of the car if you want it. We make it as long as you want. Just let us know what size fuel hose you got. And we also make one for your battery. Um, I saw a battery explode at Deep South Speedway this year. Make one that goes around your battery, keeps it in case to keep, you know, in case your battery explodes. So we make a little bit of everything. Don't just assume because the name is Race Safe and Fuel Arrester that we only make fuel arresters only. Don't assume that. Um, but yeah, uh, we got a, in my opinion, we have a great product. And I would love to earn your business. <clears throat> uh, reach out to us. Um, and I got to give a shout out to Miss Teresa Little. Her, she bought one for her husband David to put on his Burlink Modified uh, in the V Mod class. He races at Magnolia Motor Speedway. So Miss David's gonna get that put on his car in the off season and get ready for uh, next season at Magnolia Motor Speedway. So thank y'all for ordering a fuel arrestor. It's much appreciated. Miss Teresa, super super awesome. I, I really think highly of Miss Teresa, Miss Mr. David and their whole family, uh Lexi and Rhett and them and I'll get to see Miss Teresa Sunday. She'll be going to church with me. Her and uh Lexi are gonna go to church with us, which is pretty cool. So um you never know who you can meet in racing and I made some great friends by by you know, if it wasn't for me helping my buddy Robbie with the fuel arrestor, I would not have met some awesome people and I thank God for them buying a fuel arrestor from me. Thank you, Mr. Teresa, for putting safety first. Uh, fuel safety is very important. And if you look at our new flyer, it's posted on our Facebook page and my personal page, and it's and it's fixing to go on my website uh, that I have for the fuel arrestor. So let's see. All right, so just one second. Let me send Chase the number. Let's see. And it's all right. Call back in there, Chase. Yeah, that was Chase who just called in, just missed it. So anyways, <clears throat> um so I put that flyer on my personal page and our race safety fuel risk page, and it's going to go on our website. Hopefully, I can get it on there tonight. And the flyer has our updated information on the uh, just to let people know that we make uh, the fuel sleeve wrap that goes around your fuel hose. 
goes all the way up front of the race car. And then we also, of course, make the one that goes around your battery and the fuel pump. And of course, the main one, which goes around your fuel cell to help prevent fuel from spilling from your race car. And then we can use the fuel racer for a variety of other safety products in your car. Fuel fires are very important. They're scary. Um, if you go look at those pictures I put on that flyer, it's like six pictures. I actually took more than that. Those are the clearest ones I could find out of the ones I posted. But you can see the blaze, like when the fuel pump exploded, how the car just caught fire and caught blaze. And it was, it was pretty scary. The fire department at the time gave it out. Now, thankfully for the for Dustin Cox and the, and the Stapleton Volunteer Fire Department, they were on their toes and they know what they're doing. And they, they, they saved that young man's car from burning to the ground. They saved him. But that fire is pretty scary. They got the fire out. And then, boom. It blazes back up. It goes to show you that fuel is the <clears throat> invisible assassin, or ha I don't know what the correct word is, but you know you can't really see race fuel that really, and you can smell it. It's strong, and it will catch fire. So, and then we got our first guest called in. So let's get Chase Montgomery called in, and let's see if we got. Got my buddy here. Hello there. Hey. Hey, what you doing, my man? Oh, nothing. Uh, uh getting my information out. Well, that's great. So uh, I was just, <clears throat> and you probably heard me just a few minutes ago, but I mentioned how I met you. I, I finally got to meet you, and we met at Magnolia, and that was a fun night of racing, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, I liked it the the second time when I was there than the first time. It was better racing. It, it, okay, so you, so you said the second time was better racing? Yes, uh, there was a couple of years before. Well, I tell you what, I've been to a lot of racing before, and my dream race of races is to go to the um, – is to go watch the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars race. I didn't have any track in particular. I just wanted to watch the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars race. I finally got to do that at Magnolia. And let me tell you, you know as well as I do, them 410 Outlaws Sprint Cars were flying. And I can't remember the driver's name. He drove the black and green 48 car, but he set the track record that night, which was awesome. That was fun. <clears throat> Yeah, that was a uh, – they had a lot of sprint cars that night. I don't remember how many they had, but I, I bet you they were pushing. Wow, that's awesome. And they were probably going like 120, wasn't they? Yeah. That's cool. So <clears throat> tell everybody about the tracks in your area because you're in Lexington, Tennessee, right? So, so this weekend, not much around here. A couple of them are a few hours away. Uh, what last week went went to Clay Hill. What they good amount of cars. Um, uh, they had twenty five factory stocks. Uh, that was that was a good show. They was fifteen hundred, but somebody put some money up, so it was two thousand to win. It was really good racing. 
Wow. And it was it was closed every lap. So so this weekend there's like two tracks around me. Uh one's Hornwall, Tennessee mm. National Raceway. They have a double point, no race no uh entry fee. Six oh four limited a thousand. Six oh two eight hundred. Street stop seven hundred. Modified <clears throat> six hundred. Batch stop and modified street is four hundred. Bombers two hundred fifty. Front wheel drive two hundred. Mini stop two hundred fifty and mini cups two hundred. Wow, that's awesome. So what is a mini cup class? I want to say it's like for kids. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. And then the Clarksville race all brawls for street stock. Um, Wow. Saturday is they got Southern and the Quicksilver is 3,000 and then the other one's $3,099 to win. 200 start in both. And if you win, you get like a, a boxing glove. It's a board. Oh, wow. Game. So, wow, that's, I'm not going that's anywhere, cool. anywhere this weekend. I'm, I'm probably going to stay here and watch that and probably find a World Outlaw race on TV, too. Oh, cool. Okay. So, where is the World of Outlaws racing? <clears throat> they. The, the late models at Brownstown Friday, uh, and then they're at a uh, Fairbury Saturday. Ooh, so I follow both racetracks on Facebook. Fairbury American Legion Speedway, you know, of course they got that on the dirt track and two game I play on my phone, yep. and that's a cool track. I've never, I would, I've never really watched a race from there, but it looks like all the pictures I've seen looks like a really nice racetrack. And I I wanna I wanna go to the what's it the Purdue Classic one year. I run it on the War of Outlaw game on the PS4. It's pretty fun. Uh huh. Oh, I bet it is. Um. So, do you have the new do you have the new Tony Stewart's dirt racing game? I did. It was okay. I wasn't like big fan of it. Is it so? Which one's the most realistic out of the dirt track games? The World Outlaws game. I know a lot of people play it. I know like people play that close to me, local. Uh, well, that's cool. <clears throat> I need to get me a new system or get that from my computer and play it because I've got the new NASCAR. I got to get a graphics card for my computer, but I've got the new NASCAR. Um, Oh shoot! It's it's the newest one they made for the PC, the twenty one, twenty two edition, whatever it was. I can't play it right now because I don't have a good graphics card. I'm excited to play it because it's so realistic. I just love, I love racing games. You know, it's it, it gets you excited about going to the racetrack too, don't it? Yep. I'm watching a uh, All Star Circuit sprint car race right now. They're starting in heat three. <laughs> wow. Okay. I do what. Oh, okay, it's on flow. Out of all the people I know that, that are in the dirt track racing, I think I think you watch more than anybody, which is a good thing. And uh, 
because I can I can look on your Facebook anytime and and see when a race is on or you're watching a race or something. I'm like, wow, that's cool. And so if you had to pick out of all these races and series you watch, if you had to pick one that was your favorite, which one's your favorite? Man, I I like almost every class. I man, I love street dogs <clears throat> and I love supers. It's like it's hard to go which one, you know. Right. And it's hard to pick what race to watch too. Because there's so and many. See, see, yeah, it's just so many. I'm with you. That's not a class that I don't like. I like every class. I like the bomber classes they have down here, the stingers, which is your four cylinders. I like it. I mean, just like I said on the show last week, like if you want to get a horse and buggy and race it in the mud, I'm I'm cool with it. Racing's racing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, so... Like if there's a football game and I can go and if it's close and there's a race somewhere, I'd rather be at a racetrack any day of the week than a football game, whatever. Ooh, man, you you preaching, man? Because look, I said this I said this last last week, and I've been saying it a lot here lately. Racing is better than football. Now I love my high school football. I ain't gonna miss a high school football game. But and I'll watch an Alabama football game once in a blue moon. But racing is always gonna be better. If it's NASCAR yeah. or Alabama football, I'm gonna pick NASCAR. And yeah. I don't I don't watch the NFL. They don't got too much politics in it. Mm-hmm. And but I love my racing. And that I watch all kinds of racing like you. And like I watch everything from. I love watching the free previews from uh, Race Home Texas. They're pretty good, yep. and then I love video on the races for the Southern Dirt Track Report because I get a lot of videos every weekend, and that's a lot of fun. But just yeah, um, and I'm sure. So, what are the tracks in your area? Uh, only this week it's only Clarksville and uh, Hohenwald and Tennessee National Raceway. It's, okay, so how far are those two tracks from you? Clarksville is about two hours. Hauling wall is maybe about an hour. Oh, that ain't bad. So, so yeah. what kind of classes? The hauling wall, you say? Yeah, they run. Uh, well, they they don't run six oh fours that much, but they are this weekend. They paint a thousand. It's for uh, this race is for racing for hope and stuff for them. So, oh, like this cool. weekend they run about six oh four, six oh two street stops. Modifieds and batch stocking that, and bomber front wheel drive and mini stocking, kids mini stock. That's cool. Uh, they got a lot of classes. The mini stock. I've watched the KMSA, the Cajun Mini Stock Association. I follow them on Facebook and they go live a lot, which is cool. I've watched them yeah. before and they go mini stock to roll. Yeah, they put on a good show. Um. I like watching the front wheel drives too. The uh Oh they yeah, that's fun. Oh, don't forget uh Billy Walker's at Bridgeport this weekend for that street stock thing. I was listening a couple of weeks ago and I heard him say it. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yes, I love Mr. Billy Walker, man. Okay, that okay. I need I need to find I need to watch that because Billy Walker, man, 
Like, I've seen him race a lot. He's legendary around these parts. And when he mm-hmm. came on the show, uh, that was really that was really cool. He came on the show and had a good interview with him. And he was talking about because I remember last year when he went up there to race with him, it was like, what, 14-hour drive or more up there. But because they treated him so well when he went up there, he said, hey, I'm going back racing. And that that's pretty cool that they invited him back. I mean, it's not often you hear somebody driving 14, 15 hours to go to a racetrack. That just mm-hmm. goes to show you how dedicated Billy Walker is. Oh, TJ went to uh, base school uh, last weekend. They won the 10,000 uh-huh. INJ stock car race. TJ Herndon. Really? Yep. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, TJ. Yeah, the uh, the out, uh, Atwood Outlaw, isn't that what they call him? Yes. Yeah, I like I like watching him race. I've I've met him once, I believe. I've seen him race several times at Why Not and a lot of uh, some other tracks. But yeah, that's cool, man, because he's he's been racing a long time, hasn't he? Yeah. Every time I see him at the track, just walking walking by, going to grandstand, I always say hi to him. That's cool. So, have you thought about getting you a race car? I mean, I've thought about it. That's been my dream. I hope it comes true one day. Dude, that'd be awesome because I, cause I, I'm going to eventually get me one. But I, I really hope you get one because I, I know how much you put into the dirt track racing and sharing and, like, uh, putting information out there and stuff. I know how you how much you follow it. And I think it'd be super awesome if you ever got you a car. Yeah, and I and I'm with like drivers. I ride with them to the track. Like, like last week, okay, Clay Hill. So after the race, uh-huh. I was waiting on them to get off the track after Tech. I waited and gave him a thumbs up. He he stopped and motioned me to come over to him, and I got to ride on the cart on my way to the trailer. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was I was so happy. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That is cool. Um, I love, oh, I bet you would. I love to see how happy people get at the racetrack. I'm not a huge, like, I don't know, like, you see people, like, when they win a race, it's like, eh, it's just another win. But the ones I like to see are people like you and me and um, the guy I met last weekend that if they ever won, they'd be doing cartwheels in the infield. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that excitement. If you go to the if you go to the dirt track and or racetrack period in general, and you're not happy and you're not excited, there's something wrong with you. So, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just you snap into a slim gym or something. I don't know. Something needs to wake you up. <laughs> just not for you, you know. It's what now? It must not. It must not be for you. So it's not. Don't need to. Don't right. need to do it. You know. Yeah, and, you know, I I don't know that, like, that's like me, for instance. I'm going to a car show this weekend to enter my truck, and I've got two trophies with my current truck, and I got, like, 15 with my little green truck I got that's broke down. But, like, no matter how many times I've won a car show trophy, I get just as excited as I did the first time that I won one. Like, I'm, like, all giddy up and super happy and thankful. And, you know, some people, I don't know, they just don't get excited for nothing. 
my friend I go with, we was at uh, Lexington 104 Speedway, and uh-huh. this, so, like, he, he wasn't even, I think he, I think he done sold his car that one, and he, a kid walked up to him, and he signed an autograph. Oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, if, when you get you a car, what kind of car do you want? I'm like, I've been thinking about, I've been thinking front wheel drive or a 602 or something. This, uh, corn, oh, there you they go. Have a, they have an economic class, a late model class for like people uh-huh. just starting. If if I, got, if I get me a 602, that's what I want to start in. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love beginner classes like that. Like they have a up at Tri-County Speedway I go to, they have the Iron Horse light models. And your car, like, I think it has, I like to go back and read the rules, but I think it has to be, it can't be a, uh, like a 2015 and newer chassis or something like that. And then everything has to be, like, it's the cheapest, cheapest, the cheapest Hoosier tires, the the cheapest set of shops, the whole nine yards, and they make it to where it's economical to drive a light model. Anybody can drive it. You drive an older chassis, and I love watching that class. Like, it's so much fun to watch because my buddy Jamie Mazingo races in it, and and at one point they had up to 15 cars. I don't know how many they have now because this, this is only their second year, a second full year racing them, but I, I enjoy classes like that. And they have like the, you gotta have like a 5500 chip in it and all that. Yes, and, yes, and 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 they do that in the Iron Horse too here. So that's I guess pretty much the same class. I had to guess. Yeah. But that's cool because it keeps people when you have that 5500 chip in there, it keeps people from cheating and having yep. the higher the higher most expensive this most expensive that because if you're going out, if you if you're going out there and you're lapping the field every single weekend just about it. There's something wrong, and Tech needs to say, okay, disqualified, DQ, you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that that's just that's just my opinion, you know, I think. I think if you're going, uh, you know, it, it, that chip makes it fair for everybody, you know, in that class. And then, so their rule is like, if you, if you win three races, you have to start in the back. I don't know if that's a heat or a future. And then if you win the championship, you have to move up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I kind of like that. That's pretty neat. That's That's interesting. Yeah, cause that's one I've never heard of it. He was getting, he was getting good. I think he done moved up because he was he was a really oh. good driver. I can't. Oh, well, that's I, cool. I that's wait. cool. But I can't wait till he moves up to the uh, regular six hundred two. Yeah, kind of gives a, a a fair advantage to the others. Yeah, I want to see how he stacks up too with others. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Well, I got uh, I got my next guest called in. If you wanna, 
you want to hang around and listen to the last part of the show, you can. And thank you for calling in, my buddy. Thanks. Good talking to you. Good talking to you. I enjoyed it. All right, that was Chase Montgomery, y'all. Lexington, Tennessee. That's my buddy, man. I, I like talking with Chase. He sends me messages all the time on Facebook about different races he's watching, different races he's coming up. So that's pretty cool. I like I like Chase. Let me give him a little cheers here. All right, so we got our next guest coming on. Got 17-year-old Ethan Pickering. Uh, Tommy Pickering's his dad. So how you doing, Ethan? Good. How are you? Man, I'm doing dang near skippy. If I was any better, I'd be the golden goose. I'd lay a golden egg. <laughs> so I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I got you on the show because, like, so I was telling your dad this, and I made a I made a post about this. I think is either that or when I was live. But I was videoing the features at Tri County the other weekend for the Southern Dirt Track Report, and I got some of the best pure stock race I've seen in a very long time. It, it wasn't but three cars, which is sad. It should have been more cars, but it was still fun. And it was a fight between you, the 52 of Wesley Holmes, and Fred Flintstone himself, uh, Larry Falk, and the Town of Bedrock car. And let me tell you, you was putting on a clinic. You was riding the high side, and I ain't never seen nothing like this in my life, and I've been to thousands of dirt track races. It was three wide between all three of y'all cars for at least four or five laps, and the high side was working because you would take the lead back from Wesley. He'd take the lead, and LJ would take the lead, and I'm telling you, and then you slapped the wall. It scared me, and I, I ain't gonna lie. You was my pick to win the race. Yeah, we just got lucky. It the high side came around for us and after I run it the first few laps I knew that we would have a chance on them running the bottom and I just run it off in there and it worked that was probably the funnest race I've ever been in as far as as a pure stock well that was that was that was so much fun to watch because I was sitting on that tower video and and you can hear me screaming in the video, like how excited I was. I was like a little kid getting, getting lollipops at the candy store. Like I was like, oh my gosh! And I always make my prediction of who I want to win or who I think is gonna win. And I had you pick to win when you was doing the high side. And I mean, it reminded me of Dale Jr. at Talladega, something running the high side, just trying to go around everybody. And I saw you make it work, and it was unbelievable. I ain't never seen three wide racing through every single lap for about four or five laps. Yeah, and then kind of got overwhelmed and drove it in too hard and got in the wall a little bit, but we'll be back this weekend. Well, that's great. That's great. I'm glad it didn't – I think the Lord was riding with you because I'm glad it wasn't worse than that. Yes, sir. And I tell you what, you've come a long way. I've been watching you race for several years, and you've come a long way. And I hope everybody that's listening shares this show out. That way everybody can hear this cool story of your racing. So uh, what started you in racing? 
my dad's friend had a street stuff, and I was always around with him working on it and everything. And the slingshots came to Flomerton Raceway, and I always said I wanted one. And I was 10 years old, and we finally got one. And it went from there. I raced for three years in the slingshot, won several races, won the Jerry Johns Memorial Race, the last one they ever had at Flemington Raceway. And then they start, uh, we found that bomber car. Larry had it for sale. We bought it. And it went from there. And the beginning of this year, we moved up to Pure Stock. I never thought I would get this far that fast. Um, for where I am right now and how good I've gotten through this short amount of time I've been in the Pure Stock. Man, that's awesome. I remember that race, the Jerry Jones Memorial Derby. I was there that night. <laughs> And it's sad that Flemington Speedway closed. Um, I hear rumors one day they may be open back up. I don't know. It would take a lot of money to fix that place up. I'm talking about a lot of money. And of course, yeah, the, the family sure. that owns it, they wanted they wanted way too much money for the for the land and tracks. So. Yeah, that was it was a fun, a fun place, track though. to race on. And you know, Flemington's just one of those tracks that. And they call it the Bull Ring, and I enjoyed it because I, I know you raced on there several years, and that's pretty cool that you won the, the Jerry Johns Memorial Derby because that was the race of races to go to at Flemington up there. Yes, sir, it was. We, I never, I never thought that I would win that race, and we started those seventeen cars. We started seventeenth. And I took the lead with five to go and led it from there. That's an accomplishment to start 17th and drive all the way to the front with five laps to go to win it. That's pretty cool in my book. I mean, that that takes a lot of heart, a lot of driving skill. Yes, sir. So I, if I had to guess, the Pure Stock is probably your favorite car you've ever driven. Probably. It's the bomber car. It was fun to drive, but the Pure Stock's probably the uh, my favorite out of the cars I've drove. Well, that's cool. I, I can tell you what. For you and Wesley Holmes to run up there with Larry Falk and hold the lead against a legend like that, because I've seen him win thousands of races over the years, to be able to lead a race against LJ is a pretty big deal. So that's an accomplishment in itself to to hold him off for several laps. Yes, sir. I've been working very hard just to get even close to that car. For me to come out there and win the heat race and start side-by-side side with them in the feature and then race with them three wide the whole time, swapping the lead, that hitting the wall didn't matter after that. It was just an accomplishment for me to be able to run that close to him. You know, and that's cool because 
Um, I met a guy last weekend. A guy come up to me, and I drive as oh, I was at where was I last weekend? Oh, Hattiesburg. It was a guy, it was a 005X, so J-Bo Foster was the guy's name. Never met him, never heard of him before, but I seen him on my race pass. And I heard him mention his name a lot during the Pure Street race. And he had a super-looking, awesome-looking orange race car. I mean, I love the color orange. It was solid orange. And it was like a Chevrolet, big-body Camaro, I mean, big-body Caprice or something from the 80s, cool-looking. Well, he come up to me, and he asked me, he said, hey, asked me, where can I find my videos at, uh, the videos of the race? And I told him where to go to Southern Dirt Track Report and click subscribers, and it's in our private groups where our videos be. And he said, okay, thank you. And he walks off, and he looked to be in his 60s or so. And he come back up to me, and then a little bit later, I was talking to the flagman, Ernie Parker, and he, J-Bo comes up to me, and he said, hey, wh- where'd you say you could – Find them videos at where I could find them videos at again. I told him, and I will never forget the look on his face. He looks at me and he says, "He said, man, I did it." He said, "I finished the race. I can't believe it. I finished the race and I got a hot rod." He said, "I run up there. I run up there with the big boys, man. I can't believe it. I run up there with the big boys." And he was tickled to death. And then he said, "He said, I think I blowed my motor on the last lap, though." And I remember the car dying, and I didn't know what happened. But just to see how happy he was, he looked to be in his early 60s, uh, late 50s, whatever. He looked like an older fellow with a beard. And just to hear how excited he was reminds me of you, how you finished, and how you was excited just to win a heat race. You know, some people, they don't, uh, it's like they take for granted, you know, the, the small things. That, and, you know, that's a big win to win a heat race at Tri-County Speedway. Yes, sir, especially over who we was racing with. Exactly. And uh, people people need to listen to your story and just say, hey, you know, he, he's super happy winning a heat race. Maybe Maybe some people, some people just forget about small stuff like that. And they just... You know, I, I think people need to go back to that, get excited about the smallest stuff. accomplishments like that. It's a big deal because then one day, wins start coming in and they just start clicking. Yes, sir. Well, I would love to see you win this weekend. I hope I'm going to be there. I'm going to be at the uh, car show at Coleman Assembly of God in Frisco City, and which reminds me, while I got everybody listening, they got the big car show to raise money at the church there for the youth group to build a building for the youth group. And if anybody's got a dirt track car and they want to enter in the car show, they would love to have your dirt track car. It's going to be that morning up until 12 when they're going to give away the trophies. So if anybody wants to bring their dirt car down there, they, they'd love to have you. But, uh, and then try and then, then go to Tri County Speedway that night and go watch Ethan win the race. I'm going to, for sure, try. We've been working extra hard this week, getting it back together after hitting the wall and trying to find a little bit more speed. And hopefully, hopefully we can pull it off this weekend. Well, that's cool. Um, so you've been racing for how many years now? Um, seven. That's great. That's awesome. 
and I would love to see more more youth and more kids get into racing. And if y'all want to be cool like Ethan, get into racing. Start with a slingshot and then move on up to Bomber and Pure Stock one day because uh, I like Ethan's story, how he started. So uh, if anybody uh, wants to know how to get started in racing, racing, hit up Ethan or his dad, Tommy, and, and they'll, they'll be glad to give you some tips on how to get started. Yep. So is there is there anybody uh, you want to thank, any sponsors or your dad or mom, whoever you want to thank? First, my dad and my mom, everybody who helps at in the shop, on the car. My sponsors, Mel, Mel Derry, Randy McDonald, um, Randall Morris, David Dunsford, Shane Smith, Kevin Nelson, um, Prescott's Gas, Mr. Prescott, um, <clears throat> Larry Falk for the pointers he gives me and helps me be a better driver, tells me what I do wrong and everything else. And, um, That's that's pretty cool that that Larry, as many years he's been racing, goes to show you what kind of a guy he is to give you tips and pointers yourself to help you out in your career. Yes, sir. He's been helping us since we was in the slingshot, and then to be able to race with him, that is great. That's awesome. That's a big deal. So you mentioned Mel's Dairy Dream. Of course, I know they sponsor him too, Larry too. So I've never been there, but I need to go. So what all kind of food? Do they have any milkshakes? And They got milkshakes, burgers, anything that you can really think of that it's there. Um, it's. Wow, they cook it right there in front of you. It's a nice place to eat in URI or XL. Okay, so they got two locations, URI and XL. That's awesome. I need to. I definitely need it because I I love my chocolate milkshakes, and I bet you he makes one that tastes so good, make me want to slap my whole family. <laughs> You know it tastes so good. You know something tastes good when it tastes so good and makes you want to slap your old family. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so, another question is, what is your favorite class to watch racing? Mm, probably the street stocks when they go to street stock nationals at That's awesome. I love watching because, you know, that Street Stock Nationals is a big deal. And shout out to Why Not Motorsports Park, Rodney Wing, Shannon Ayers, race director, and, of course, my buddy Chris Creighton, the redneck version of Ned Jarrett. Oh, he's just as good as Ned Jarrett. And so, and announcing. But, yeah, that that Street Stock Nationals is super awesome. I, I, I enjoy it. And there's hundreds and hundreds of street dogs that come to that. Yes, sir. 
Well, that's cool. Um, so where are you looking at in points in your class? I'm second place in points right now. We're 30 points behind Larry. Okay. Well, that's cool. Um, so you're not far behind, so you could possibly take the points lead this uh, uh, coming up soon. Uh, we're going to try as hard as we can. <clears throat> Hopefully we can get the win this weekend, and it'll kind of help us out towards taking the lead. Well, that's cool. Um, I encourage all pure stock drivers, and we'd love to see you at Tri-County Speedway because they had three last weekend. And I know there's way more than three pure stocks in the area. I'd love to see a house full of pure stocks this weekend. Uh, let's let's pack the pits. Let's pack the stands because the stands there wasn't hardly anybody in the stands. And I, I think I still I'm still going to say it to this day. Racing is better than football. And I'd love to see the stands packed to help Tri County out and and come watch some awesome racing. Especially you get to watch Ethan race at pure stocks. Maybe there'll be a lot more this weekend. That'd be awesome. Um, so is there any races that you're looking looking forward to? Uh, any big races coming up? Um, coming up. We're going to, we're shooting to go to Street Stop Nationals next year to race with the Factory Stop Pure Stop. Oh, cool. That's a big goal. Yes, sir. We we was going to go this year, and we blew a rear end so the week before, and Ooh. we couldn't find a rear end to go that we can get within that week to get over there, so we just left it at home, and then we went and watched, but this year we're going to try to make it that's great i i know that was heartbreaking that's some buzzard look to have it break a week before you go to race yes sir we was at baker and we got into a little wreck and went off it all got cleared up and we went back green i could feel it when it was coming apart and finally it just came on apart man that sucks well Thanks the Lord you're okay. It wasn't no super bad wreck on that. Yes, sir. It was a little car spun out, and we got into them a little bit, and then I was able to get it off the racetrack when it the rear end came apart. So. Wow, that's so. What what all do you think of uh, Northwest Florida Speedway? It's a fun track to race on. It, there's usually a lot of cars there and a lot of heavy competition, but the last few times we've been, we've been in the top three, and our transmission went out, the rear end blew, and it's been, we ain't really had much luck over there. Well, I hope the next race you go over there and get you a good, good solid top five or even get to win. <laughs> <laughs>
appreciate it. No problem. And I appreciate you calling in, and I want to thank your dad, Tommy, uh, for uh, getting you on. And um, I think it's been really good. Thank you for calling in. You're welcome. Have a good one, and I hope to see you this weekend. You too, and hope to see you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. All right. That's awesome. So that was Ethan. So let me get the little cheer button. All right. That's Ethan Pickering. So shout out to Ethan and his dad, Tommy, uh, and their whole family. Thank you for calling in, man. That's great to have young guys, young teens, young kids call in and talk about their racing. And been a great show. And I see Chase is still listening. Thank you, my buddy. Chase is awesome. So I got to give a shout out to Levi Man for my song that I play, uh, Letters in Red. Great song. If you have to download that song off of Amazon Music, buy some CDs from Levi Man. Look him up on Facebook. Levi Man has got a personal page and a like page, like his artist page. Go to YouTube. Go watch some music video for Letters in Red. It's a great song, great message. And, of course, I want to read my three Bible verses I like to read. And, of course, on the Fuller logo, we have this Bible verse, Psalms 4.8. Peace, I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety, which is awesome, awesome. I love that verse. And let me scroll down to the end of our website. You can check us out online at racehyperfuelrestorllc.com. Oh, uh, let's see. Isaiah 43:2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. Wow, what an awesome verse! That fits the fuel arrestor just perfect. And let's see. Let me read this other verse, and then I want to talk about some Hattiesburg Speedway before we end the show. And let's see, doing things a little different. I'll read the verses before I talk about Haysburg. And let me find this. I got it saved on my phone here. I have a hard time remembering. Some verses I can remember, but some I just have a hard time remembering. Let's see. Uh oh. Bible. There we go. I love the UVerse Bible app. I use it I use it a good bit. It's Acts twenty twenty four. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Man, I never get tired of telling people about Jesus. Now, I ain't no I ain't no preacher. I ain't no Bible scholar. I, there's a lot I don't know. But what I can tell you is God's awesome, and I can tell you stories of how awesome he is, of miracles that I've seen in my life uh, that God's performed, like my dad when he had the heart attack and stuff. And if you don't know who, if you'd like to learn more about Jesus, hit me up. I'll be glad to tell you about how awesome God is. And I can read you some Bible verses that will help people what you're going through in life. And I can also send you some good Christian music because I volunteer for a Christian radio station called Quake. 
on YC Praise News when music is therapy, and we play Christian underground rap music, and then we play Christian rock music like Skillet, Red, Striper, Petra, bands like that. We play a lot of Christian music. So give us a listen. Uh, you can look us up on the Live 365 app. Just type Quake Radio. You can find us. It's free to listen to. I love good positive music that makes you feel good. And we play some Levi Mann, of course. We play a lot of his music. And that's that's where I heard the song from Letters and Red, my theme song. So shout out to Levi Mann and, of course, my friend Jason Katz over at the radio station. I can send you the link to listen online, or you can download the Live 365 app and listen that way, too. So I got to give a shout out to Hattiesburg Speedway, Ron Southern, um, of course, Donald Parker, and Ernie Parker, and Ron Southern, man, he is somebody I really, there's really, 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 really think highly of. He's a good Christian man. He does all my logos for me. Um, hopefully, he'll be able to get me some T-shirts made. I'm trying to get some T-shirts made. I've got Ron checking into that. But he made my tag, my last two tags for me. He made my new tag, car tag for me for my ministry, which is cool. So thank you, Ron, for that. And he's the announcer and chaplain at Hattiesburg Speedway. And so I got to Hattiesburg early uh, last weekend, and I had so much fun. They didn't have a lot of cars. They only had 42 cars, kind of depressing. But they still had a full field and a bunch of their classes, so that's not too bad. You know, you got to think positive. Uh, look at the good outcome. And, you know, Haysburg Speedway, Donald Parker, like everybody says that Donald Parker is the hardest working man in dirt track racing. And look, I'm a witness to that because when I got to the racetrack, he was in the pit confessions and then he jumped on the tractor and he stayed on that tractor for a long, long time working that track, working the track. And then he got on the little track packer um, utility vehicle and was riding around and packing the track and, and they had the other guy on the track with the other tractor. And I personally seen how hard Donald Parker works at the racetrack. He's probably, like people say, one of the most hardest working. And and I know some I know some owners of racetracks and people who lease racetracks who work pretty hard. But I got to say, Donald Parker's up there on that list of one of the top because he was busting his butt to get that racetrack. And a lot of times when he called in on my show and when he called in on Talking Dirt last year with me and Artie, he would be at the racetrack on Thursday night with the tractor getting the track ready for Friday night. Donald Parker is a good example of you can't just work the track on the last, on the day of race, race day to get it ready or the last minute. No, he works on it all throughout the week. He eats, sleeps, and breathes Hattiesburg Speedway in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. And I didn't get to see my buddy Artie. I was kind of missing my buddy Artie, but, uh, Hopefully, Artie and me get to make another race because uh, I left my dude right there, Artie Schick. i got to give a shout-out to Artie, the owner and runner of Southern Dirt Track Report. Hattiesburg is his home track, and he was with them there. And it worked out perfect with me being there because Artie couldn't be there and he couldn't film the races, so I got to film the races. So if you ever want to see our future videos, it's like Artie said, they're no longer free. We're not going to make them free. 
because you know we work hard on this stuff, and it's four ninety nine a month to join our private group. So go to Southern Dirt Track Report Facebook and hit the blue subscriber button. It's four ninety nine a month, basically five dollars a month. Anybody can afford it. And if you want to watch your feature races in a good quality video, then check out our group. Um, Artie films a lot of races. I film a lot of races. Amber films a lot of races at Jackson. Uh, shout out to Amber. She works at Jackson Motor Speedway. Uh, she, um, Dirt Floor Photography or Dirt Floor Productions, what it's called now. It used to be ANC, but now it's Dirt Floor Productions. So shout out to Amber Lynn for uh, what she does for Southern Dirt Track Report. That's our friend. Me and Artie thank Kyle have Amber. And thank you for volunteering. And we're looking for volunteers for Southern Dirt Track Report. If you think you can video races or you want to share tracks races, you want to share this or that, then join our team. You ain't got to have a real fancy video camera. If you just want to video the races on your phone and post them in our supportive group, that's cool too. We would love to have some uh, people join our team. And our goal is to one day make it to where we're full-time. We do this full-time for a business. We're filming local races. Because at the Southern Dirt Track Board, we love giving back to the local racers. And we love filming local races. You know, there's plenty of media outlets for all these big racing series, Lucas Oil, um, the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars, all of these different racing series have all kinds of media coverage, but the local racetracks just don't have a lot of media coverage. And that's where we come in at the Southern Dirt Track Report. We do a lot of uh, stuff to support local racing. And we have track owners and track promoters and announcers on our team as well. And what they do is they share their tracks racing. So, but we would love some people to video and take pictures. Uh, hit us up. Hit Artie up on Southern Dirt Track Report's Facebook or send him a message on his personal page. Um, we love Hattiesburg Speedway, man. I, I my third time going there. And Donald Parker, man, he had the track on point. That track was fast. Um, I got to watch late models race, the 604 late models. And I was talking with Joey Pilgrim. And I, I think highly of Joey Pilgrim, super nice guy. And so me and Ron was walking through the pits, and I love the way Ron does it. He always asks people if they need prayers. He prays, you know, does your prayer request. And, of course, Ron runs Racing Towards Jesus Ministries. So go like Racing Towards Jesus Ministries on Facebook, which is awesome. And so Ron's always asking for prayer requests and puts people on his prayer list for the racetrack. And he's always walking the pits and talking to the drivers. And we was talking with Joey Kerbin and, Ron asked him about Chase Cooper showing up. And Joey said, oh, I think he's deer hunting. I don't think he's going to be racing this weekend. Or I think that's what he said. It was something along those lines. He was he was busy or it was something he was doing. He couldn't. He didn't think he was going to be able to make it. He said he, he just told me that he was just going to come, come watch me race or help me race. Well, <laughs> showing up, Chase Cooper shows up to race with his race car. And I was like, whoa, I didn't think he was going to come. Well, I surprised. Well, he showed up, and he got the pole in the 604 class. I'm talking about I, them 604s were rolling at Hattiesburg Speedway, man. 
them damn motor scooters were boot scooting boogie all down that racetrack. I ain't. I've got. I forgot the lap times he was running. I'd have to go on my race pass and see if it show it. But that was cool to see Chase Cooper catch the pole. Of course, he's your champion. And and you know what? Shockingly, he did not win. Um, his teammate Joey Pilgrim passed him, and Joey Pilgrim never looked back. Joey Pilgrim just spanked the field, and it was a stout field of six oh fours there too. So that's pretty cool. That was a pretty cool deal to see Joey Pilgrim smoke all these good drivers. And, you know, one of the things I like that, that Ron said is they have several, I think they had two or three national champions at Hattiesburg Speedway this year. And when I say national champions, I'm talking about crate racing the USA points champions nationwide out of thousands and thousands of drivers. They had the champions at Hattiesburg Speedway, and of course, Chase Cooper is a champion of a 604 National Points, and he's a champion at Hattiesburg Speedway, so he got that on lock, even though he finished second to Joey Pilgrim. Joey Pilgrim, I guess, uh, he didn't have enough points to overtake him, and so Chase Cooper got that on lock, and then they got a few more races left at Hattiesburg, and then, of course, Ricky the Hippie Item. Uh, shout out to Ricky Autumn and his son at Lookout Graphics. Ricky Autumn is your street stop national points champion. Pretty cool. And Ricky Autumn reminds me of, I've only met him once, but I've seen him race at least three times. And he reminds me of Scott Bloomquist. He's such a good race car driver. He could win a race backwards blindfolded. Now that's talent. And if, look, if somebody if somebody I know ever wins a race backwards blindfolded, I'm going to shake your hand, and I'm going to thank you, and I'm going to interview you live on Facebook. So that's just a cool deal if you do that. <laughs> that's some talent right there, son. And so, Ricky Item, of course, won the race. He's your national champion. I love the paint scheme of his car, the the yellow with the electric green. Those are pretty colors. And so that's a big deal, a little big track like Hattiesburg to have all those national champions at that one little racetrack in Mississippi. That goes to show you how Donald Parker takes his track serious and how good of a racer they have in that area. And, of course, they had the Stinger race. They had the, um, I think his name was Glenn. I'll have to go back and look on uh, my race pass. But it was uh, Fleming won the race. I think it was Glenn Fleming. I know what Fleming was laughing. Greg Fleming, Greg Fleming, that's it. Greg Fleming won the Stinger race. And then, of course, Ricky Item won the Street Stock race uh, in dominating fashion. And but I got to give a shout out to Bryce Sheesby. Bryce Sheesby finished second in the Street Stock race. That was pretty cool. I talked with Bryce Sheesby. Uh, Ron was talking with him, and I was talking to Bryce. And I remember interviewing Bryce. It was the Bryce or his brother. Uh, Michael that I interviewed at Why Not one year, but I remember that real well, interviewing them at Why Not. And so that was cool to see Bryce Sheezy finish second because he actually was running the hippie down, and right there on the last lap, he just kind of walked up a little bit and kind of lost his momentum. But if he'd have had a few more laps, he might could have caught him. Uh, and let's see who else won. Of course, you had Joey Pilgrim. Pure Street Race was won by the 111 of Shannon Fletcher. So shout out to Shannon Fletcher. And 
I just still can't get over how excited Mr. J. Bo Foster was that he won that race. Uh, I mean, well, not won the race, excuse me, finished the race. Like, just, you should have seen how, he was grinning like a possum when he come up to Ernie Parker and me and was saying, he was, I mean, you could tell, he, he was one of them old school racers, and I don't know how long he's been racing, but he reminded me of Tom off of Mountain Man. That's what he, that's who he looked like to me off the TV show Mountain Man. But he come up there and he asked me again, he said, hey, Oh, where'd you say I could find my picture videos again of the race? And I told him, and he looked at me and Ernie, and he and he thanked, thanked me, and Ernie was talking with him, and he said, he said, oh, I can't believe it. I finished the race. I finished it. And then he's <laughs> he just so excited about how, how he, I run up there with the big boys. I can do it. I, I can't believe it. I run up there with the big boys. I showed him. He said, but I hate it. He said, I'll do it good. He said, well, until I blew it up on the last lap. <laughs> I'm, I'm not laughing that he blew it up. I'm just, I just think it's so cool how excited he was. He was running ear to ear that he finished the race. And then when I went back and watched the video later that night, I saw where he was talking about, because I remember what happened at him stopping at the end, and I didn't know what happened until... And then it clicked. I was like, oh, yeah, that was him talking about he blew up. So hopefully he didn't blow it up too bad. He can rebuild the motor and come back the next race to Hattiesburg. I believe they, the next race is going to be the, uh, the big Halloween race they have planned. They'll have to go back to their Facebook and look. But, yeah, I just love seeing how excited people get. And, and then to hear him, like, that just makes me thankful for what I do, videoing, videoing races and like I, I love hearing that kind of stuff, and uh, I gotta give a shout out to Miss uh, Miss Julia, uh, Miss Julia Jade's mom, Jade Lindenberg's mom. She she gave me a shout out recently about video, and and uh, so I appreciate that, Miss Julia. But yeah, I, I love hearing how excited people get on their racing and stuff, and so but yeah, it looks like. Uh, Oh, we're at the end of the show. I don't have any more people to call in. And remember to pray for Isaiah Day. Uh, pray that he gets feeling better. Uh, we'll get him later on in the show. We just want him to get feeling better. That's the main thing. So uh, I hope everybody has an awesome week. And I'll be at the car show this weekend. Bring your dirt cars out. Coleman Assembly of God over there in Frisco City, Alabama. Look it up on look them up on Facebook. Like the Facebook Coleman Sunday God. Gotta give a shout out to the youth pastor Cage Sermon, and of course uh, Pastor Logan Ricketts. Uh, they're putting it on. So they're raising money to help get a youth youth room built for the youth group. So uh, y'all come donate. Uh, bring your cars and enter. I think it's twenty five dollar entry fee to enter cars. I'd love to see a dirt track car there. Because really, it's on the way for me to go to Track County Speedway, so I won't be too, too far from Track County at that point. So I might as well just head on to Track County. Um, as far as I know, I'm going to Track County. I may end up at the at the gospel singing in Fulton. I'm not 100% yet, but I do know I'm going to the car show. And I hope everybody goes and supports the local racetrack this weekend. And we're going to end the show, so let me... Let me play the song to end us out. Speak those letters in red.
Levi Mann. We appreciate y'all watching. Remember, God loves you. Jesus saves. Thank you for listening.